All right, so this is the first podcast of Man Underboard. I'm with Juan Alejo. Welcome, Juan. How's it going, Nick? Doing pretty good. This is actually be super fun because I was pretty good. We did so many fucking tests. Spent like two hours trying to find out how to get the microphone all good. Yeah. So now, now we actually got it right. I don't. I don't know. It's like I'm so I'm so fucking nervous. <laughs> I know. I can tell. But um, so how was your day? Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. And I spent a uh, Valentine's Day with my girlfriend today. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, I know you guys want to do a pizza scene. Yeah. So what's up? I know you got cheese pizza. <laughs> yeah, cheese pizza is pretty yeah. fire. Yeah. Go ahead to pizza scene and hire Leah, guys, please. Yeah, his girlfriend, his girlfriend needs a business, so please go help out his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, about the cryptocurrency, though. Apparently, you, Dogecoin's, have... like, fucking hitting the roof Bro, right now. Hitting the roof? I mean, hitting the floor? Or Wait, is it hitting the floor? Yeah. Shit, how much, like, is Look a Dogecoin at right now? It's at 5 right now, 5.1. 5. 5. So five point one. Oh shit! Hold on, because if it's if it's going lower and lower and lower, I think I'm just gonna like come on. I'm gonna wait till it hits what you call it. Um, when I see it, it starts leveling out. Then I'll I'll buy again and then. I'm gonna probably see. Yeah, give, give me a sec. Because I think I'm gonna buy it right when it hits like around three. If it hits like once it starts leveling out, and I see after a couple of days it's just stayed. I'm like, alright, bye. Because the problem is, is that like with Dogecoin, it's like in order for Dogecoin to rise, you basically need you know must to freaking tweet out that oh shit Dogecoin yeah. goes missing. Who let Dogecoin. the Doge out? Like, you know, like no, that. like no cap. He all he does is just fucking tweet tweet Dogecoin, and like that shit fucking flies. <laughs> I don't know, it fucking jumps like four or five cents, but dude, it's so weird. That's the thing. I said like I can't trust like cryptocurrencies such as Dogecoin. Like even though it's like a meme. They're they're very as you say volatile. Yeah. Any, any little thing and boom they'll spike up or they'll crash. Yeah, like the thing is that with other stocks you can really manage other stocks. Like you could look, you could look at like what you call it. Like you go on the news, you could research stocks and see how they're doing. Like the sales, you could re- like you could see a lot of it basically. Right. So I think it's really important that. Like you always go online, research stocks before you actually make the actual investment and stuff like that. Yeah, because it, it could be looking good and then boom, you buy it and it crashes the next day. Yeah. So the the, the stocks I'm actually investing in right now is um Pull it Neo. Up. What? Happened? Pull it up. Oh shit! Yeah. I have a computer in front of you. Actually, I'm gonna use my laptop because things <laughs> like we're freaking doing like what you call it when you record something. And oh yeah, shit, you, like you, it takes out like a lot of Wi-Fi. Your energy bill will be like insane, probably. <laughs> Actually, I don't think. No, I think I'm confusing with streaming, because streaming requires like what you call it. Um, hold up, I have like a brand, fucking massive brain fart right now. <laughs> um, like a download or or upload. Um, the upload speed. Yeah. Because for the things like with the upload speed. You need you can't have any other tabs open because if you have any other tabs open, the upload speed is gonna be slow as hell. Yeah. So like, that's why when I stream, the only th- tabs I have open is my Streamlabs tab, and, and like, I'm only playing on my Xbox. Yeah. Because if I open up Internet Explorer, the freaking thing should just go straight down. So I think actually with recording, let me see. Because I think re- with recording, I'm gonna be able to actually like look it up. So let's see. Let me search for Robin Hood. Yeah. So, you see how my stocks are like, right? Right now, my total stock price is actually $223. Look at CCIV. 
CCIV, I bought four shirts, right? It was at forty dollars. Oh my god! Yeah, no, look at this shit. Fifty nine dollars and eighty eight cents. That's how much money I made so far. Imagine how much your brother has made. My brother already made like four hundred dollars. Jesus. So like, you know what's you know what's so stupid? Like I swear to God, this is why I hate Dogecoin. Like again, because the thing is that it went up to eight cents, and I had two thousand six hundred and sixty stocks. I remember that exact number. And I made $200 And I was like bro I got cocky with it And I was like bro It's gonna, it's gonna reach 10 cents And that's when I get to sell it All of a sudden It started plummeting down I mean like going all the way To 3 cents Yeah And, I, and like I panic sold I, I had bought it At like 2 or 3 cents And it went up to like The 8 cents And I was like Oh my god We're going to 10 cents And then uh, let's see We'll hit a dollar after that No yeah then it's... No, and then, and then the next day It was like at 5 cents And I was like Nah 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 It'll go back up Because I saw it slowly going up yeah. I was down to like four cents. I was like, nope, sell, 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 sell. <laughs> I, I got $3 profit. No, but I, you know how much money I would have made? I would have made $200 if I would have sold it at eight cents. I <laughs> how much, made, what was the initial like investment? How much was it? The initial investment, Um, I think I put in like, what you call it? I think like 40 bucks. Damn. 40 bucks, right? And 500% increase. Bro, $200. Fuck, what was I thinking? <laughs> Two hundred dollars is a lot of money. I mean, like for at least for us. But like the thing for, is that for for uh, Dogecoin, that's a lot of money. Yeah, for Dogecoin, it's a lot of money. Now imagine if it would have reached like one dollar. If it would have reached one dollar, because remember, like I bought it at one cent. So like per cent it adds on, I make double. Oh yeah. So like, if it went from two cent, it went to two cents. I made double the amount. If it went three cents, I would have made triple the amount. Yeah. Because I bought it at one cent. Now the problem is that if people buy it at four cents. In order for it to double, make the money back, it has to go to eight cents and right. sixteen. Now that's actually now the good thing is that they're that I'm investing. I'm actually starting to understand like the math a lot more because you know like the math in stock marketing is so complex. And, like you have to actually like really like know what you're doing. That's why like when I go to college, I want to get into business and finance. So like I understand like how to like how to do the proper math when yeah, trying to buy stocks. Yeah, you get a better understanding of how everything works. Yeah, and you can make smarter decisions after that. Um. So yeah, besides CCIV, um, another company I'm invested in is Neo. Neo's, at least I think from the research that I've done, um, it's an electric car company that's based in China, and it's supposed to be the next competitor to Tesla. Not only do they like make cars like electric cars but they're also um what you call it they also deliver cars now if you look at the stocks right here it started at four bucks yeah it started at four bucks and then went down to three and then watch this notice how like at early 2020 March, like march is this starts right at march i don't know the past many stocks when it's like at march some reason because i think that's when the coronavirus happened but ever since that day everything started going up because you see how it's like I, march 17th i think that was, was like, like the week before the exact and the exact um week that lockdown happened right so if you see from march 25th and you go all the way up you see how it starts climbing right and it just climbs and climbs and climbs it keeps on going up Right, and it's weird because I think the coronavirus actually um, initi initiated it. 
Yeah, people yeah. probably got bored and they were like, oh, let's look at what's going on in other places. Yeah, and I think that's also like the good thing about like the, the lockdown because people, since people weren't able to actually like have their own, like people who, what you call it, were laid off of their jobs, they needed to find a new way to make money. And the good thing about stock marketing is that you can actually stay at home and you can make money based on like your time. Yeah. So I think it's like the best way to make money right now. Like if you have not gotten into stock marketing or like cryptocurrency like now is perfect time because right now it's so popular but you cannot do it without like knowing at least some things about it you know yeah you gotta like do the research watch youtube or something just to figure out how everything works and then from there you just you can start on your own now one of the big like one of the big things actually like that screwed up cryptocurrency like in february like was the beginning yeah it was the beginning of february like by the end of January to like the beginning of February, right? AMC, GameStop, and Nokia were about to, they were flying. I mean, like flying GameStop. Nobody expected GameStop. I remember when GameStop was at $10 and I was like, bro, you know how many, you know how many stocks at GameStop I got to buy? I no, saw I remember, it. I remember we were at the gym and you were like, oh my God, it's at $30. I should have bought last, like a couple of days ago and it was at 10. Yeah. Who knew it was going to go to 80? 150 390 bro i could have bought 10 stocks you know how much i would have made if i would have bought so 10 stocks bucks. and it went up to like it went up to 400 dollars you were close to 500 like 490 bro i could have fucking bought my dodge ram 1500 <laughs> with that money bro it was crazy as fuck and i was like every day i always left to like live with like that regret <laughs> And then all of a sudden, I just start hearing people like, yo, we're going to attack AMC. We're going to attack AMC. So my brother, my dad, and I, I told my brother, actually, I encouraged my brother and my dad to get into stock marketing, right? The good thing that they're into it now, my dad's making, like, a lot of, a lot more money. Mm-hmm. The good, and the good thing is that, like, since he has the money invested into, like, a company, while he's doing his other job, he can also, like, he knows that the money that he put into the companies that he invested in are just going to keep on rising. Or it depends on the company, of course, but like he knows that he could trust like his money on stock marketing, because based on like the research he's done with CCIV, you see CCIV going up. Yeah. So he knows that like later on in the year, like in the upcoming years, right, he's probably gonna like make like quadruple or like who who even knows how like how much he's gonna probably make. For sure. And that could be like his retirement funds. And what exactly is CCIV for the people who don't know? Um, so I don't know. Like some people save for different things, but I think my dad's just like just saving money just to save money, so he doesn't have to like worry about what you call it, like um, like let's say paying the bills when he retires. And no, stuff no, like I that. got you. Yeah, but like, but like, what is CCIV? Like, what is that stock or company? Oh, that's what you meant. Okay. I I, cause I think you're. you're <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were just talking about like what what why is he saving why? for? Like why CCIV? Yeah, yeah. I thought you were saying like why is he saving? Um, I think he's uh, I'm, he told me AMC and CCIV. Um, he told me Neo. Also, no, I think my brother's Neo. I forgot what the other ones my dad's investing in, but I definitely know that CCIV. CCIV is like the main one that he's looking like he's holding yeah, that's, on to. Yeah, that's a that's a big one that could like skyrocket anytime. Yeah, so the thing is that like with AMC. So let me get back to the AMC topic before I like continue with like my dad's topic at the same time. Like right after 
GameStop was like taking off, everybody was like, on the Reddit post, everybody was like, yo, we're gonna hit AMC, right? So I'm like, yo, what the fuck? And I'm like, I'm like going crazy and shit. And I'm like, you know what? Let's hit AMC, right? So I bought, I think at first I bought um, four shares of AMC because each share of AMC was um, was five bucks, right? So from five dollars that I put into AMC um, for four shares, that means I put in twenty dollars in general, right? So I see AMC rise to ten dollars the stock. I'm like, okay. So now it's now I'm like, oh, so I'm gonna make bank, bro, mm-hmm. because. Since everybody, my mentality and my family's mentality was like, since everybody's, since everybody's gonna hit AMC, everybody was predicting that AMC was gonna be bigger and er- it's gonna be bigger than what you call it, GameStop. Yeah. So, all of a sudden, news breaks out that Robinhood closed down the stocks oh, for you to buy, and that was bad. I mean, Robinhood is like the most. Uh, everyone, you we go in stocks, everyone goes to Robinhood because it's the most simple, easiest one, most accessible. Yeah, it's like foolproof. It's really hard to mess up with Robinhood. Yeah, because the thing is that I got really pissed with it, and everybody too. The Reddit. If you guys don't know what the Reddit is, it's called Wall Street Bets. That's like where the actual announcement to invest into GameStop really took off. And when when they found out, like a guy, the guy was announced like the richest person in the world. He was richer than fucking Elon Musk. A random fucking investor because he invested in the GameStop. You know how much money he made? Like, straight up. I think he made, like... Well, it wasn't announced till later that he was the richest person in the world. He was announced the richest person in the world because, you know, in order for you to be announced, the title was based on stocks, right? So, Elon Musk, he, he could be worth, like, what you call it? Um, Six billion dollars. How much is he worth? 185 billion, Nick. Hundred, he's worth. Uh, yeah. with you no, I don't know. I was saying six billion. Oh my um, gosh! Let me see, Elon. Let's put Elon Musk net worth. Okay. <laughs> what is he's gonna? Hundred seventy-seven billion dollars. You see? Where is? So you see? Yeah, they said he was richer than than was this guy Jeff Bezos. But what happened? I actually don't know. Where you go? Go to news. Um, but did, did you see that uh, Tesla bought 1.5 billion dollars worth of oh, Bitcoin? Bitcoin, yeah. and they made so much profit off of that because it skyrocketed like 49 thousand dollars. Yeah, that. no, that's fucking crazy, dude. Let me see. So, so let's see if we go to Bitcoin, right? Holy oh wow! Shit, okay, dude. it's kind of dropped a bit. No, but like that's a lot of money. What was it? Go to like in the middle of that thing. It was a 49 this morning. Life, right? This was last week. Last week it was, like was thirty nine thousand. It fucking doubled, basically. Nah, close, cl- not not double, but close to it. Like, go to, go to. Hold on, let me see the mouse. Yeah, there was a. It was a point that not doubled, but like it was a it point hit, that it went it above ten thousand dollars. Almost hit fifty thousand dollars. The thing is that with Bitcoin, like, you know, instead of, instead of estimating or, like, you're basically guessing that it was, not nah, guessing, assuming that it's going to go, like, by hundreds of dollars, mm-hmm. instead, like, everybody, like, expects Bitcoin to go up by thousands. Yeah, no, yeah, that's not going to happen. 
Right. Bitcoin is more of a long-term investment thing. It's a good thing. Because if you look from like a year ago, from a year ago, it was like 9,000, 10,000. And then I don't know where it's 50,000. Like, no, look. Five years ago. All right. 400 bucks compared 400 to bucks. now. Can you imagine the people that put in $400? No, and then you go back to like 2011. Bro. 2011 it was like it was literally a dollar yeah it was a dollar imagine People, oh my god the world's like one of the world's richest kids living in the united states invested in the bitcoin he said he basically said to his mommy was like yo so you know like each bitcoin was like a dollar so i told i, I don't know if it was his with mom or his grandmother you can search it up on youtube i saw the video i just forgot his name but he he went to his mom or grandma and he's like, okay, can I have this amount of money? I'm gonna invest into this company. Nobody believed in Bitcoin at the start. That's why at the same time I'm looking at Dogecoin and I'm like, maybe Dogecoin can, can actually end up like Bitcoin. Nobody believed in Bitcoin. Bitcoin, everybody was like, oh, it's gonna fall. It wasn't. It wasn't gonna be that good and stuff like that. Yeah, it was just gonna be like a real currency. All of yeah. that talk. All of a sudden, the fucking kid. I swear to God, like he made thirty million dollars. Thirty million dollars. Have you seen the guy who has made like two hundred twenty million dollars in Bitcoin, and he forgot yeah. his password? Wait, is that Jake Paul? No, 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 no. I know, I know Jake Paul. Jake Jake Paul said that when Vine was like at its peak, all of his like money from it, he just threw it into Bitcoin. Yeah, but he forgot his password. Are you Are you serious? He fucking forgot his password. I was watching um, which got Logan Paul's podcast, right? And I, and he was talking about it, and he was like, my um, my brother Logan, my brother Jake Paul. He's like, he he invested a lot of money into Bitcoin when it was like at like a dollar or two, and all of a sudden like he forgot his password it's on a hard drive, and I'm like, bro, holy I tattooed that to my body. I wouldn't even. Bro, I'll, I'll pass out. I'll pass out knowing that like I have Bitcoin like stored, like I have. I've Bitcoin. seen I've seen stories of like people like, will you accept like three Bitcoin? And they're like, no. We don't accept Bitcoin. Imagine three Bitcoin if it was today, hundred fifty thousand like. dollars. Yeah, and I think also on his, I think also on on his podcast, he was also mentioning like another dude that um was making riches and riches off of Bitcoin because he invested into Bitcoin, of course, at one dollar when it first started. Apparently, the guy's the guy's stocks is rich as fuck, but he forgot the password to his hard drive, oh and he only has, I think, either two more tries or one more try before the. Before the hard drive like goes it deletes. obsolete, yeah, not not deletes. I don't think it deletes. I think it's just can access it at all. Right now, even like the FBI, and the FBI, you can you can hack into it. Like once you lose that one password, it's like that's done. Bro, so imagine I'd, I'd be so scared. So imagine living with that, and like you forget that one password. Like you know, like even one letter off, bro. That's scary, because you're basically like. I don't know that's like very that's like a lot of money and you don't know where you could put that like a lot of money like that amount of money so I think like the stock market is very tricky if you don't know what you're doing yeah it's gambling it's It's legal it's it's literally legal legal gambling it's legal gambling where you literally go online and just gamble the, the difference between a casino gambling and this gambling is that this gambling could monitor and it could keep it on for days and days and days, right? Mm-hmm. With a casino, you have a specific time frame to put down your money, mm-hmm. and basically, 
It's just randomizing. And then casinos, they bet that you're gonna lose. That's how they make their money. Yeah. You come in with a thousand dollars, you leave with three hundred. They just made seven hundred bucks from you. Yeah. So, and that's how casinos make their money. Casinos instead, of, they don't make their money by like the, what you call it? They don't make their money based on like a person, like person putting down the money. They make the money. They make money based on like how much the person loses. Yeah. A lot of people every single day lose like a shit ton of money in the casino. And then they get fucked. Yeah. Now the casino is looking at that and they're like. And even, uh, and when you start winning in the casino, they, they're suspicious. Yeah. They they bring people over. They start checking you. No, you know what's the biggest excuse when you win a slot machine, like a mega jackpot. Like, they go up to you and they're like, "Oh, there's something wrong with the machine." In reality, there's really nothing wrong with the machine. They just don't want to give you that money. Yeah, because the fucking the fucking casino will go they bankrupt. Lo- they lose money. Yeah, they it's can't insane. they can't have people winning like that. Yeah, because if people keep winning like that, they're just gonna come losing money and losing money and losing money. It's like these people like really need to fucking like get the shit together. Yeah. And I was talking to my band director, right? And then my band director goes, "No, I'm the one in my new school." So um, he goes, "The reason why the casinos hand out champagne glasses is to get the people drunk." For sure. Right. And I thought about that. And I was like, "Oh shit." It's like, I'm like, okay, so they get the people drunk, and that basically confuses the people when you try to gamble. Yeah, they don't really, they, they stop thinking. Yeah, they stop thinking. And I'm like, damn, that's fucking smart. But of course, like, fucking casino owners, they're like the smartest people. They know how to get the people, like, the yeah, they're like ways. They're billionaires, those, those owners. Yeah. So, I'm like, damn. So the key basically in the casino is don't drink the champagne. You drink the champagne, you're in, you fuck yourself over. And another thing, when you go into a casino, I'm not a gambler. <laughs> I mean, like yeah. I'm, I'm just I'm just assuming like what would happen. So like don't take my word for advice. I'm not a fucking professional, but like I'm just I'm trying to go like a little bit off of common sense, right? So and also when you go into the casino, like have a cent amount of money I gotta invest that you, that you gotta put into the casino. Right, and when your money is gone, just back out. Yeah, like you don't want to be like, oh, I got an extra five hundred in my account. Let me just throw that in there. Yeah, no. They'll, should... they'll be like, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, and then the thing is that you keep on losing, and then it's just like an intimidation factor, and then it's like. Yeah, it's like you want you want to come back and tell, just yeah. prove them wrong. It's like. But you know, your chances of that are happening are very low. Yeah, you know my Wola when <laughs> my I love my Wola, she's funny as fuck, but um. She went to the casino, like the the brand new one in Fort Lauderdale, I think Fort Lauderdale, Miami Beach. Or Hialeah, the Hialeah Park Casino. No, 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 not that one. It's a Miami Beach. It's brand new, beautiful, right? So, my, I was going to my friend Frankie's birthday, right? It's in uh, Miami Beach, or Fort Lauderdale. Oh, fuck, I forgot where it is. I mean, uh, where can I say? It's like in one of the. It's near one of the marinas, right? So. My mom takes me to my friend Frankie's birthday that he's celebrating on the beach. And after she drops me off, she goes with me and to like the new casino. And when you go to a brand new casino and you're a new customer, they give you, I think, like 20 bucks or 5 bucks. They give you some money, yeah. They give you some money to start off. But my wallet brought, like, I think, like 20 bucks. She put in those $20, she lost it instantly. And she was like, nah, I'm not going to go. Yeah. Because the thing is that, like, you lose your money. You don't want to like force yourself to bring in buy more, like to gamble yeah, more. Yeah, especially when you're drunk, you'll be like, no, 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 I want to get my money back. 
So you take more money out. You keep losing it, and then there you start losing all your money. Yeah, no. So I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to freaking like do that shit. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna plan a gamble, but the, I think the th- the best way to make your money in a casino, at least what I think, is um um fuck. What's that? Um, I just want brain dead. I like. What's what's that a uh, game that you just like spin like it like fucking like you throw the ball in and you just oh, spin? Oh, I know what game you're talking about. Yeah, I don't you, know the name though. No, it's not blackjack. No, no, that's the card game. Yeah, that's it's a called. Card. It's not called the spinning wheel. I hope you guys like understand what I'm trying to see, but um, let me see if I can find it. Search of spinning wheel casino. All right, game. spinning wheel casino. Casino game. See what it's called. No, not the fucking wheel. Come on. Um. Shit. Okay, let me see. Roulette. It's called roulette. Roulette is. It's, it's that one. Yeah, I could have sworn it was called roulette. Yeah. Like I just, I thought roulette was a card game. Yeah. <laughs> so. Russian roulette. Um. So like in Auto, surprisingly, they teach you how to gamble, <laughs> virtually. <laughs> Right? Roulette is like you literally bet. You don't even have to bet on a number. You literally just bet on a color. Just red or black. Red or black, right? There's another color too there. I, it's So instantly, betting on one color. You have like a 50% chance. Y- yeah, you have a 50% chance of winning, right? Now, David Dobrik, it was Jason Nash. No, yeah, it was Jason Nash. He put in $1,000, I think. I remember I saw like one of his vlogs. Um, let me see if I can find it. Um, let's see, Jason Nash or David Dobrik gambling. Let me see. Speaking of David Dobrik, did you guys see his house that he just bought? You fucking expensive as fuck, <laughs> bro. He has a fucking fruit punch fountain. You know how much freaking what you call it? I would love a fruit punch fountain. And he said it was Hawaiian punch. Hawaiian Punch is the best fruit punch. I don't care what anybody says. I don't really like that. Hawaiian, um, high C, second best. High C is pretty fire. You know McDonald's is bringing back high C? Yeah, I saw that. Bro, everybody was like, everybody was going fucking crazy. Everybody, they haven't added high C back within two years. It's been two years since they had high C. I used to love high C. Every day after kid works, we go to McDonald's and pick up a high C and some burgers or chicken nuggets. Bro, because they were they replaced it with like Sprite, like a uh, tropical flavor, Sprite tropical. I think that was the. Was really. The, yeah, it was uh, Sprite tropical, where it's like mixed between mango and strawberry, but it wasn't popular. Like obvious, like who the fuck likes that? <laughs> Nobody fucking goes to McDonald's and be like, let me get a Sprite tropical, tropical, right? Everybody, I haven't even heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> everybody fucking goes to McDonald's and be like, no, nah, let me get a Diet Coke, Coke, Fanta, nah, Sprite. Just, just the Coke. You and go to McDonald's for the Coke. I don't, I don't understand. McDonald's, Coke, and Sprite is like fucking crack, dude. Yeah, they literally put cocaine in there. <laughs> they fucking put cocaine in that. I don't know, but they freaking put some like nuclear type shit. Remember when we used to, in middle school, when we used to go, like when your mom used to take us to McDonald's or yeah. when my mom used to take us, take us to McDonald's, we used to do this challenge that we pick out one fry. We used to like try to like eat one fry, and the fries were so addicting. Like it was really hard just to not have a fry the whole ride. <laughs> so we so we did a challenge where we had one fry, 
and we're gonna have another fry for like the rest of the car right until we got home that shit was hard that was so. impossible it was pretty impossible <laughs> like our freaking like our mouths were savoring after that one fry and we're like bro we need to have another one and I'm like when we got home bro we fucking devoured the food oh yeah no for sure when what you call it Fuck, where's the, I'm still trying to find the video of Jason Nash. Um, let me see Jason David Dobrik Jason Nash game. Uh, fuck, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Oh, oh, you don't fucking. I'm gonna guess it. Five thousand. I'm just gonna guess it. <laughs> I give up. I'm looking for it. It's, it's not just use up. an example with numbers. Right. I think it was five thousand dollars. Jason Nash put down five thousand dollars, um, because he was like, because he was gonna pay his nanny for taking care of his children. So after putting down five thousand dollars, um, David gave him an idea. He was like, you know what? Let's go gamble the money. And Jason was like shitting himself. So after after they go to the casino, David go. I forgot what color they picked, but like they put down the five thousand dollars. They made. Double the amount, so now they have ten thousand dollars cash. Damn, bro! Like, I would shit myself. Ten <laughs> k cash is a lot of money, bro. So like, he was he orig- originally <laughs> fucking one. You fucking broke my lightsaber stand. I'm just joking with you, bro. But um, what you call it? Um, he goes to surprises. He goes to surprises nanny with uh five thousand dollars. But then he told her that he was going to give her another $5,000. And now she he gave her $10,000. But she, the nanny started crying. I mean, I would start crying. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yo, no homo. But like, if I fucking saw Jason and he does that shit to me, I'll be like, yo, finally can act up. <laughs> <laughs> no, bro. But like, now I want to get into what you call it, David Dobrik's house. Like we were talking oh from before, God. bro. Was it like ten million dollars? What the fuck? You see the richest person in the world now? <laughs> Fucking has a ten million dollar home. Hasn't vlogged in like a year. Yeah, what the? He doesn't vlog in a year, but yet he fucking makes bank. Like who the fuck makes bank off that shit without vlogging for a year? And you saying yo TikTok Twitch? I'm like no, there's no fucking way. It's just TikTok and Twitch, bro. He gives away money and then he makes money. You does does he make money from YouTube or no? No, he definitely makes money from YouTube. But in reality, it's not about like the YouTube videos because YouTube videos. The sponsors, they, right? They give you pennies for the videos. Yeah, because right? he he doesn't he's not really like, like he doesn't get fully monetized for them. Yeah, so they mainly make money off of this, no, off of the, um, off the ads, and the promos, right? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so. And then the sponsors too, the like sponsors, oh, thank yeah. you, Bumble or whatever. Yeah. I think his biggest sponsor is SeatGeek, bro. Do, do you remember the like the actual line that he was like, "Fuck." Mr. Beast uses SeatGeek too. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Beast uses SeatGeek. Or oh. or a uh, Bumble or. I don't know. Mr. Beast uses fucking every single sponsor. Yeah. That man's the richest person in the world. I don't know. He's not yeah, saying it. Was he like fifty million, uh, bro, subscribers? Fifty million subscribers, bro. I swear to God, I'm just waiting for like the freaking for him to announce like he's like one of the richest people in the world mm-hmm. because there's no way he fucking buys out a whole GameStop, bro. He went to a GameStop store and bought everything inside there. He bought a whole, he bought like three supermarkets, 
Every single thing inside the supermarket. I saw that one the one time he went to a car dealership, he just bought every car. Like and he was alright, we're gonna give them for free. Where do you get that money from? Like how and Well then, he probably gets monetized by YouTube, all the sponsorships, the ads. No, I I racks in a lot of money per year. Obviously, but like, you know, like you think about it and you're like, bro, like where can I make this money? Right? And the thing is that here's one thing like a, a lot of people don't know is that anybody in the world or anybody in the United States could be a millionaire. Anybody. They want to be a millionaire, they could go be a millionaire. The government just doesn't want to make it obvious for you to become a millionaire. Yeah, they don't want everyone to be a millionaire because it decreases the value of the dollar. Now, you see, the, the government hides, like, the ways they can make it. But in reality, it's super simple. And you see, they they trick you into making it think that it's so complicated that you know you have to do this, you have to do that, and you have to do that, and you have to do that, and it takes like years and years and years to make millions of dollars. Bro, there's eighteen year olds right now making millions of dollars. Oh yeah, well, I'm always like, on Instagram and I'm always seeing like the the entrepreneurs that they like some of them they just use like vending machines. Yeah. They go and offer up, they want buy one for like four hundred bucks, and then they they negotiate with businesses and they say like, oh, I'll give you ten percent of what I make. And I'll, I'll do the resupply. So every like week or so, they, they resupply and they pick up the money yeah. and there's stacks. Yeah. like And they have like a whole bunch of them in different stores. You know what's one of the actually another biggest way to actually make millions of dollars or be rich? You pay off, pe- you pay off people's debt. It sounds weird. But you actually help them collect the money and whatever money that they collect. When you pay off their debt, you're basically saying, okay, so out of the money that you made back... I won't get to charge you twenty five percent of what the money you made. So now you make. I forget. I forget. I hope you understand what I'm. I'm yeah, somewhat. Yeah, it's 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 weird because I saw like it, I saw a TikTok about it. I like this kid does it and he's million. He's not a millionaire, but like he's rich. So he does something like that where you pay off the people's debt, and it's, it's, I don't know something where it's kind of very complicated to get into. <laughs> which basically contradicts what I said before. <laughs> yeah. But um it's it's complicated but it's not complicated. I think once you understand like how to do it, then it stops becoming complicated. So and everything is complicated until you learn. Yeah, everything is complicated until you learn. I have I haven't learned that so to me right now it's complicated. Until yeah, you learn how to do it. Before you learn how to do the stock market, it must have been like, Wow, this is really hard. Yeah, I mean like when I first got into the stock market it was like I was like, Bro, what do I do? Yeah, like, where do I, I even scared. start? Then Already, I've been into it for a month. It's already officially been one month since I started investing, and I think over this one month, I understood like how the stock market works. And the thing is that with the stock market, you have to be very confident in your choices. Yes. If you're not confident in your choices, don't get into the stock market, because the stock market would tear you apart completely. But um, like getting back to like making millions of dollars, there's ways you can make millions of dollars you just gotta find there's a just, lot of ways yeah like you know the alright for example you could you could be rich by singing like you know the weekend yeah the weekend was homeless yeah for sure the weekend was fucking homeless until he really went in and he was like okay you know let me try singing he's like let me try this music let me see what it's all about bro Super man, Bowl five years later or bro, ten years later he's fucking rich like because he showed off his true potential 
and people need to learn that they need to show their true potential. Of course, it's not gonna happen now. It's not gonna happen overnight. It's not gonna happen overnight, right? You know how many? Like I saw something. It was like the weekend's manager at the time. He he got offered like a a um a whole bunch of money. Like I, I I'm not gonna say something, like over a hundred k for some show, and he rejected it because he was like, "Why I want to start." And climb the ladder step by step. I don't want to skip steps. I'd rather go to a smaller show that's sold out, people waiting to, to get in, than go to a bigger show where there's still like seats left. Yeah. Just for the demand, you know. Yeah, and you know, I think that's so smart because when you have small, when you have a small concert or a small like get together, people where you sing for people and that thing is packed. If those people like you, and it's like kind of small snowball effect. Yeah. When like small small group of people are like, yo, you gotta go listen to this dude. You gotta be like, you gotta listen to this dude. This dude sounds so good. And like, for example, one of his shows have thirty people packed with just thirty people, right? Um, and those thirty people like his music. Then those thirty people will tell their friends. And let's say each friend has, like, each person has like four or five friends, close friends. Those four or five friends each want to go see him. So now that basically four times thirty is basically thirty sixty nine hundred and twenty. So that thirty becomes one hundred and twenty. And those hundred and twenty becomes They they go to the show, they see that it's amazing, then they tell their friends and then boom, and before you know you have thousands of people trying to Yeah. It's, it's not gonna happen that easy, of course. It takes a lot of time, but over time if you're really talented and you have the dedication and, and the commitment to it, then anything is possible yeah because it's just it's not gonna happen early it's not gonna happen when you say it's gonna happen I mean what is gonna happen when you say it's gonna happen is your motivation when you say that I'm gonna be motivated into doing this it's like what you what you call it a manifesting manifesting is so important in life right because yeah. that's what motivates you for me when I go to the gym I always manifest I'm like you know I'm gonna get big and I always motivate myself because every day that I don't go to the gym, instead of saying, instead of saying, oh, you know, I could go tomorrow, I'm always like sitting down. I'm like, I didn't go today. Like you're always like like upset at yourself. Yeah, I always I always get upset at myself because I'm like, I didn't go today. Now because I didn't go today, my muscles are too relaxed. Yeah, for sure. And now now because your muscles are too relaxed, now it's like you you. When you go back, it's like you're not gonna be as strong as you were the day before. But like you don't feel like yeah. it feels good to be back, but it's not gonna be like you don't, f- you don't you have the same feel. energy to continue. So it's like you always have to push yourself to want it. You have to want it. You have to manifest it. So if you're gonna be successful, if you want to be successful, you have to say, "I'm gonna be the most successful person in the world. I'm gonna be the most successful at this. I'm gonna be the most successful at that." I um I used to have a teacher named Mr. Paris, and right next to my teacher's classroom. Um, it was his name was Mr. Di Nicola. He taught basically economics. I think yeah, it was pretty much economics. But he also taught stock market. He taught people how to invest, and he and he basically retired. He lives in a condo in Miami Beach. He's happy. I mean, like that's the way everybody wants to live. At least, hopefully, everybody wants to live like the rest of their life, like comfortably. Yeah, for sure. Now, he goes, if you're gonna be, if you want to be um, a patty flipper at a fast food restaurant. For the rest of your life, go ahead if that's when you want to be. But you gotta be the best patty flipper. Yeah, like sh- like uh, s- um, stand out. Yeah, you gotta stand out. If you wanna be the best window cleaner, you gotta be the best window cleaner. 
Alright? If you want to be the best car mechanic, you got to be the best car mechanic. There's no... You cannot control your mind to say, Oh, you know, I just want to be a car mechanic just because I want to be... No. If you're going to be a car mechanic, you're going to be the best car mechanic. Yeah. Alright? And that's going to motivate you. And that's what it, that's what's going to make you stand out. <laughs> I, I don't want to say this name because I feel like this name is going to be so fucked. But... I'm just going to say his first name. Arnold, right? <laughs> I don't want to say his last the name. The actor, the Terminator. Yeah, the Terminator. All right. He always manifested. He never... Hey, let, 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 let's talk about Arnold for a second here. This guy was born in Austria. And he said, I want to be the world's best bodybuilder to ever live. Boom, he did. He won seven Mr. Olympia. Mr. Olympia is the top competition for a bodybuilder. Yeah. He, he did that. He said, right, I, I solidified myself as the best bodybuilder. I want to be the best actor there ever was. Yeah. He moved to the U.S. He became a Hollywood actor. He did The Terminator. He did a whole bunch of movies. Solidified himself. Then he said, I'm done with that. I want to be the governor of California. He ran. He won. He, he did his thing. He flipped California. Yeah. He basically like fixed California. If it wasn't for him, California would be sh- to shit. Yeah. He added highways. He redid the sewage system. He basically, he was like, bro, he, I remember, because I listen to his motivational speeches all the time. I'm at the gym because I love motivation. I love listening to people who try to motivate others. And he's like one of the people that I look up to when it comes to motivation. I never really watched the Terminator, Terminator. So I don't really look at him as an actor. I really look at him as like, um, what you call it? A person that you look up to. Yeah. An idol. Yeah. An idol. I look at him as an idol. Right. And I'm like, I don't want to be him, but instead of being him, I want to be better than him. Yeah. Right? Because you never want to be that person. You always want to be better than that person. Um, So he goes, people used to doubt him. People, like so many people oh, yeah, used to doubt him. He had haters. Like, oh, you'll never be this. You'll never be that. He's Co- right, governors. Bet. Like, he went and met up with, like, other people, like, other governors and, like, around, this, like, the country. And they would basically disagree with him. They'd be like, no, you're not going to do this. You're not going to be able to do that. Yeah. And they're like, and you know what he did? He was like, he showed, he showed like what you call it, he showed everybody, like what the United States does. He went to Miami and he showed like how the Miami trafficking system was like so good. He taught, he showed like how like the improvements around the United States were like so amazing, but yeah, California was down to the shits. So he's like, you know what? I'm gonna show him this, and everybody was like, oh shit! So he's really speaking some he's facts. He's smart. He's a smart guy. So then they finally agreed to him. And they fi- he finally redid everything. He did the school system and everything, right? And let me tell you, Arnold, Arnold, he's like one of the, like the rich, he's like one of the richest actors. Oh yeah, for right? sure. He has a lot of money for sure. Like like what like what I, um, I'm sorry, like what I said before um, about like where you, where you could start like let's say you're poor, but like any poor person could be rich. He was super poor. He was a very poor person. Yeah. He didn't have a lot of money. You know, what nothing. To, you know what he used to do just to go to the gym? He used to work a construction job. Yeah, just to be able to... So when he wasn't competing for this, uh, for the Mr. Olympia, he had he had normal jobs. He went to school. He'd, he'd go to construction. Yeah. Just because he, at the time, those competitions, you win, they make give you like $10,000. Yeah. And that's not enough to just live, you know? Well, not like nowadays. If, well, if you, actually, I think the opposite. Because so that back then, because remember, currency back then is completely different than the currency now. Cur- yeah. $10,000 back then 
probably was like a lot of money. Yeah, but but even then, ten thousand dollars back then wasn't enough to to oh, yeah, live probably, off a yeah. whole year. Yeah. Of yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's. Because like, it was just the competitions once a year, and he won he won it seven times. Yeah, but um, it's like he really like tried to do everything just to get back in that gym. You'll do construction jobs. You'll go to college. You'll work out for like, I think for like three hours. Yeah. At a time. Woke he, up. He woke up like at five in the morning every day. Yeah. Go to the gym. After that, go to school. Then 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 construction. Like I mean, that man was working. He was constantly working. Very consistent. And I think he had a goal, and he was not gonna let anything stop him from doing that. Yeah, and that's another thing. You can't be lazy. Of course, everybody has to, like that lazy moment in their life. You know, like like oh, I don't want to do this right now. Yeah. And you know, I, I have some of the same things too. But like, I'm trying to like get myself out of that position. I really want to like push myself to really become better than what I'm right now. I want to push myself to really reach out and like grab what I want. Instead of like holding back, when I go, I go running now, right? And every time I start, every time I stop running, like, like what you call, it? like when I'm like while my run and I just stop because my legs are hurting, I always say, every time you stop, you lose a second, right? Every time you stop, you lose a second. Every time you walk, you gain a second. Every time you run, you gain. Twice as many seconds. Yeah, it's better to stop. It's better to keep walking than to stop running at yeah. all. Yeah, just to get the blood, keep the blood flowing. You know. Yeah, you, you gotta keep on going. And it's like another thing that I really used to my mo- like used to motivate myself when I'm running is that on 87th Avenue. Okay, <laughs> it's like a street in my lakes, right? Um, 87th Avenue. It's a straight road, and like it's like a half a mile, right? And there's like a stop. There's a stoplight at the end, and I'm always running and then sometime and then I stop like halfway. No no, I walk first and then I run the rest of the way, right? Yeah. So and I look at myself, I'm like, that stoplight right there, I gotta make it represent my success. I really want I really wanna be successful. I'm gonna reach out. I'm gonna do whatever I can to reach it. You wanna get to that stoplight, yeah. you know? So you know, I'm running and then I start slowing down running. And and I'm like, you know what, even though I'm slowing down running I'm and not gonna stop still running. running, you know. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not gonna stop running. I'm gonna get to that checkpoint, and I'm not gonna stop. So I keep on going, and I go in, and go in, and go in, and go. And by the time I get to the stoplight, my shins are dead. I created shin splints because because I don't know how, how to run properly, like yet. I'm trying to like trying to find out ways to run properly because like people will say, oh, just run, just run, just run. But no, this is a specific way to running. You can't just run because. There's certain ways we have to land on the on the street to be able to maximize your distance while maintaining uh, less resistance, you know? Yeah. So, like, I would land on my heel and I create shin splints. Shin splints are painful. I'm like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, like, I got to the stop sign and I was like, fuck, I couldn't walk. I couldn't walk. <laughs> but even though I felt like I couldn't walk, I had to keep on walking. I couldn't stop. Yeah. You stop and I'm like, if I stop, I lose a second. Every second, I rather gain one second than lose one second. Yeah. By walking. So, in total, I run three point twenty five miles, which is actually pretty decent, I mean, for like a starter. But um, I think the whole point that you should do is you should really motivate yourself to push yourself further, instead of stopping. 
Um, Denzel Washington said, I'd rather fall forward than backwards. Because when you fall forward, at least you're getting closer to your goal. Yeah. Right? I mean, when you fall backwards, you're going farther away from your goal. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I forgot what he said more. I'm trying to I'm trying to remember. Um, he said, "Dreams without goals are just dreams." Yeah, don't let your dreams be dreams. Yeah, don't let your dreams be dreams. <laughs> I know you love that phrase, <laughs> but don't don't let your dreams like that. Don't don't let your dreams be dreams. Make your dreams reality. Why should you put push yourself to? Always try to push yourself to get to that farther distance and stuff like that. So, yeah. But, yeah, that's all. To be honest, I think we're going to cut it for today. Yeah, we did cover a lot today. Yeah, we covered a lot today. Not bad for a first podcast. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully, like, this first podcast could do well. You know, I think it's good that we started this first podcast because now we understand like how it works and stuff like that. We can actually get used to like talking to each other a lot better. And of course, it's gonna be it's gonna be weird for the first the first podcast. Everything's weird for the first podcast. Yeah, and it's not gonna be perfect, you know. Yeah, I mean, over time we're always gonna over time we're gonna so be better. We'll always find ways to improve. Yeah, but thank you guys for watching. I really appreciate it. Um, not watching, but thank you guys for listening. You guys are amazing. And talk to you guys later. I have a question.